welcome to Queers Did That, a queer history podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you today? I think the real question is, how are you today? Well, yes, because it is the day of my birth. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday to me! Yay! We're also <laughs> quarantined, but make it podcast. Make it birthday podcast. <laughs> I don't know. We took off the rest of the week, so that that, was, that is nice. Yeah. And we just got cakes dropped off. That's nice, too. Two very large cakes. Two very large cakes. Very large cakes. It just reminds me when we started dating, and I was like, oh, we can just share a cake. And your mom was like, no fucking way. <laughs> For context, my birthday is, also, is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yes. So I'm like, oh, we could just share a cake. I don't mind. You don't have to make two cakes. When you're already making like four thousand cakes this month, and 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 my mom said you can't live like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's your dad. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I'm 32 today. Yeah. Kay will be 32 tomorrow. Yeah. You know. Yep. We got married it two years ago because we right before. Our 30th birthday because we wanted to get married and we can say we got married in our 20s. Yep, we did that. That was one of the specific reasons. (laughs) I mean, there's other factors involved. Yes. But I think that was was a pretty big one. Yeah. I mean, getting married in March is cheaper anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all I got. Great. (laughs) And that's our... No. (laughs) So... Last episode, we talked about the early, earlier stages of the fight for marriage equality. And like I said in that episode, to kind of do this topic justice, we definitely needed to break it up into two parts because it's a long period of time and there's a lot of different things that happened. So I kind of wanted to give it more attention and also you know obviously we're gonna have more discussions about because this is part of our our history as well our current you know everyone's history but lived history right that's the word i was trying to say lived history Mm -hmm. so i thought it would be better this way not that i need to explain it to you because i'm already doing it this way (laughs) but (laughs) i figured I'd still explain myself because... <laughs> trying to justify yourself. It's like, let me justify the organization of my own podcast. I just wanted to give some background. That's nice of you. Yeah, it is nice of me. <laughs> I'm going to start in the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. No. What? Conan. Oh. No. Okay, never mind. I um. You can cut that out. I am not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't watch too much Conan until we started. Because you weren't allowed to. No. No. I don't think so. Because you didn't enjoy joy and laughter. I mean, probably that's probably <laughs> more it. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Eddie Huzels. Yep. So, in 2000, Mm -hmm. Vermont became the first state to legalize civil unions, which provided 
most of the state-level benefits of same-sex marriage. What were the big ones that it didn't uh, provide? I think one of the big things, and well, for state-level, it was a lot, but federally you still couldn't file together. I think that's the big thing is what they're trying to say. Mm Mm-hmm. In 2003, Massachusetts became the first state to legalize gay marriage, or as I like to call it, marriage. marriage. (laughs) (laughs) When the Massachusetts Supreme Court ruled that same-sex couples had a right to marry um, in the case of Goodridge versus the Department of Public Health, this ruling, unlike Hawaii's, wouldn't be overturned by voters. So they were able to pass it and... It didn't get overturned. So they started issuing marriage license in 2004. So th- that came with all of the state benefits, but again, no federal filing because the government wasn't, they passed the DOMA. Mm-hmm. So, and so, and because everyone started being afraid of the gays. Um, in 2004. Started. Well, they're like, oh no, they're getting momentum. Ah. They're getting more. <laughs> the Senate had to block a constitutional amendment supported by W mm. that would outlaw uh, marriage equality across the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was this huge, obvious conservative push. Once marriage equality was passed in Massachusetts, they realized that it was probably and ended up being correct a domino effect mm-hmm. throughout other states and they were like oh shit maybe if we just kill it off now we'll be good but fortunately they did not have the votes well do you think they were at, like they like they knew like it wouldn't pass like it's very hard to amend the constitution so it was more of a, just like a political uh, like a, a political theater, right? To get the rile up the right wing voters in order to keep supporting them. Yeah, I mean, I think I think column A, column B. Yeah, but I do think it obviously it was mostly fanfare. But you know, having the president of the United States support it, not great, generally speaking. There's a lot obviously going on these next couple of years in two thousand four. You, so obviously the ban didn't pass on a federal level, so you had the opposite domino effect of the ban. So Oregon, Texas, Kansas, and by 2006, there was seven other, so like 10 states in like two year, two or three years passed bans on same-sex marriage. But by the end of the decade, you saw it legal in Connecticut, Iowa, Vermont. Vermont was the first state to approve it by legislative means, not by a vote. The Iowa one. Iowa always surprised me. Like, I remember being in college and being like, Iowa? I also was like that, too. I was like, Iowa? Okay. Weird, but... I'm not complaining. Just confused. In California, there was a lot of back and forth with the marriage equality movement. You had the first, they were the first states to pass domestic partnership statute, statutes in 1999, and they tried to pass same-sex marriage in 2005 and 2007, both unsuccessfully. They were both 
vetoed <laughs> by the governor mm-hmm. both times. Mm-hmm. And in May of 2008, the Supreme Court struck down the 1997 law banning same-sex marriage, but a few months later, Proposition 8, which restricted marriage to heterosexual couples, was passed. So was it in between that the, that time that's when San Francisco started issuing all those marriage licenses? Yeah. Okay. And I, I didn't realize there was a law that had been struck down, and then that gave them that window. Yeah, gotcha. so like... Again, double-edged sword, it got struck down, but then you had the room to also have a voter-wide ban on it. And I'm not going to go into too many details about this, but obviously there was a lot of, you know, political agenda in Proposition 8, a lot of pandering. People voted for it that probably wouldn't have if it was just straight like i think it was something on lines of like ban the gays but also like money for education mm. like the way because you, you see on like ballot vote like questions yeah it's worded, they're phrased yeah. abhorrently on purpose to right. trick people well plus all of the other the outside money that was coming in to support prop 8 right so yeah you had it on a, like, the national campaign to support it so uh, it wasn't it wasn't a surprise. It felt very the dichotomy between Obama winning in 2008 and Prop 8 yeah, uh, passing was very strange, um, especially because I was staying up all at the time and it was five o'clock in the morning and we had, we were saying we stayed up all night. Yeah, because I'm like, I gotta stay up until California. I gotta then I'll know he won. And then everyone's like, yeah, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah prop 8 was ruled unconstitutional by a federal court in 2010 but the decision did not go into effect until 2013 after a bunch of appeals huh i didn't realize it took that long i didn't realize that either a lot of appeals i'm just going through that that's a lot of information we don't <laughs> well it's just like very like lawy you know it's very dry it is very dry. It's like, in this case, they s- were trying to be dicks. And oh. then... <laughs> is that the legal term? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. That was obviously a, one of the big things. The Another case that was huge in the marriage equality movement was the United States versus Windsor. Mm-hmm. In 2007, Edith Windsor and Thea Spire wed in Ontario, Canada... The state of New York recognized the marriage, but the federal government, because of DOMA, did not. Spire died in 2009 and left her estate to Windsor. Since the couple's marriage was not federally recognized, Windsor didn't qualify for tax exemption as a surviving spouse and imposed $363,000 in estate taxes. Mm-hmm. Windsor sued the government in late 2010. And a few months after that, U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder announced that Obama, the Obama administration would no longer defend DOMA, leaving a representative of the bipartisan legal advisory group of the House of Representatives to take on the case. Mm-hmm. In 2012, the second U.S. Circuit 
Court of Appeals ruled that DOMA violated the Constitutional's Equal Protection Clause, and the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to hear arguments for the case. I remember that because it made me so fucking nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is it. Yep. And in this point, there were, I remember in Pennsylvania, there was um, some back and forth. Eventually, it, it passed, which was crazy because we had a very stupid Republican governor at the time. And very, very surprised. But before that, Montgomery County, which is right outside of Philadelphia, were issuing marriage license licenses um, because they could. And that's when my professor and her wife got married. Oh, was, yeah. So that's why they had to do it again to get, for it to be like recognized. Okay, so they got so that was right after Doma was struck down. Right after Doma was struck down, gotcha. they started issuing I marriage. I remember all this now. Yeah. yeah, they started issuing marriage license before Pennsylvania officially mm-hmm. um, passed marriage equality. Yes. Because the Quakers all mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Now it's all coming back to me. Yes. <laughs> and. Obviously, in next year, the court ruled in favor of Windsor and strike, struck down that section of DOMA. So we're chipping away at it. Mm-hmm. Getting chipped away. And obviously, the big one the was Obergefell versus Hodges because this came to be because now, because of the Edith Windsor case, the federal government could no longer deny federal be- benefits to married same-sex couples, but you still had parts of DOMA that were intact, which said that states and territories could refuse to recognize the marriages of same-sex couples from other states. So that was the thing they were fighting in this. Right. This case involved several groups of same-sex couples who sued their respective states, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky, and Tennessee, for this, um, the state's ban on same-sex marriage and refusal to recognize marriages performed elsewhere. Obergefell sued on behalf of everyone because he was unable to put his name on his late husband's death certificate mm. and argued that the laws violated the Equal Protection Clause and Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. In each case, the trial court sided with the plaintiffs, but the U.S. Court of Appeals for Sixth Circuit disagreed which brought the case to the Supreme Court. Dillweeds. Well, I mean... Was, I mean, it was good that it... Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's like, yeah, and this one's like, no, and like, fine, let's take it to the Supreme Court. So, I mean, yeah. So once, you know, the Supreme Court was enacted, marriage equality, um, it was... Marriage equality was outlawed in 13 states... And twenty more other, and twenty more other countries had already legalized same-sex marriage, with the Netherlands in December of two thousand. Uh, Northern Ireland just passed marriage equality in October of two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, after that, you know, we got we got we got the marriages, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you still had obviously a lot of pushback to it, but you know, ha- having the federal recognition of that was a very wonderful feeling. Yeah, 
Well, because just the when you have like a state like California pass Prop Eight in two thousand eight, and then you know the progression in you know our lifetime and not too much further in our lifetime, uh, you know, have marriage equality pass on a national level and a federal level is, uh, it's pretty impressive to think about. It shouldn't have taken that long. No. Obviously. But it's, it's the same thing with anything else. It's you, people take up causes for a political game, game and try to win conservative movements and a lot of times you know are successful but in 2001 57% of Americans opposed same-sex marriage and only 35% supported it in 2016 uh, 55% of Americans supported it and 37% opposed it so it had flipped almost completely in 15 years hmm the agendas we had said yep (laughs) yeah so i think being in high school i obviously wasn't out in high school Mm -hmm. you were but having my class in 2004 (laughs) vote vote quote unquote for like george bush to be reelected, and then in less than 10 years you know, marriage equality gets passed. It it just is kind of. I I think, we almost. I mean, maybe it's just me, just because time has passed now since marriage equality has been passed. How like mind blowing, it was, to happen. Yeah. Like I don't know, like, the progression of time and how you feel about it, but. I mean. I don't know. It was all kind of... I think, for the most part, it was more like... It would be... It was never... Marriage was never something that I thought I would be able to have. And so, you know, I just... I kept... Obviously, had, like, a an interest in all the news, and I was following it. But it was never, like... It was more like, well... I would never let myself get to... Get my hopes up. And then, obviously, like, when Domo was struck down, then I was like, all right, well, now it's actually going to happen. I know it. So, like, I don't know. It was interesting. Like, I always, in high school, I was more optimistic. I was like, oh, one day it'll be passed. I didn't know, like, when. Like, I probably assumed it would be much later, you know. Um, But, yeah. And in college, I was just like, meh, 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 meh. Is that what you were like? Meh. And then, yeah, and then once Domo was struck down, then I was like, oh, look, this is actually a thing that's going to happen. That's nice. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely a weird, like, mindset shift. And I don't, you know, you have a lot of, you know, older gays who had to live through, like, a lot harsher things right. than us. And you have a lot of younger gays who really at this point only have, known marriage equality I mean for the most part yeah at least in their like formative years it wasn't always like this was this ever going to be a thing um like we were in our 20s like you have teenagers who are accustomed to marriage equality being the norm 
so I just think it's, I mean, I know there's always like a midpoint in like history and time, but just like being a part of that apparent midpoint now is, is very strange because it's like, yes, marriage equality is not the end all, but it was super, super important. Yep, it helps. And yes, it sucks that a bunch of rich white gays stopped fighting for queer <laughs> rights after marriage equality got passed because they got what they want and poured their money into. Yeah, that sucks. Yes. <laughs> Not going to argue that one. But it, you know, just being able to be recognized and seen, I think people forget the power of being seen like that and yeah like in a perfect world we all could be like well fuck you you know we have each other i don't i don't need you Mm -hmm. to see me but when it comes to (laughs) being an adult (laughs) and like taxes and you know mortgage payments just functioning in society functioning in society it's and obviously like marriage isn't for everyone and it's not something that works for everyone nor it should it but having it be having it be there as something that isn't this like unobtainable thing like the different like the, the different words that were like the civil unions mm-hmm. and the civil partnerships versus marriage it just felt so isolating i think especially not knowing i didn't really know that many gay people when all this stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. I had, like, a few gay friends. But no one in my, like, like support network or anything like that. So, and trying to explain that to straight people was the most frustrating thing in the world. Because they're like, it's the same thing. I'm like, well, one, it's not. And two, it's also not. <laughs> right, if it's the same thing, then why are we bother- bothering to separate it out? Right. Because well, all the gays who are going to bang down the door of the churches want to get married in the churches yeah we fought really hard to get married in a church didn't we yeah really that, that's sarcasm we did not we did not um <laughs> we got married in the writing terminal because <laughs> we were cool mm-hmm. um and we also had the um obergefell uh part of the what word am i thinking of not results uh decision decision thank you mm-hmm. as part of it was as one of our readings so it's and I think it's, and I think as queer people, and I know, like, in the day-to-day, I'm not thinking, you know, oh, th- th- this marriage is some, like, political, you know, movement and, like, all this other nonsense. It's like, no, obviously I'm not thinking that all the time. But, like, when you actually, like, sit down and like, I was going through this stuff and thinking about it, you know, I just, the, being able, I love going to work i love being able to say like my wife and like like the subversiveness of it is something i thoroughly enjoy (laughs) a lot (laughs) but it also like explains myself in a way where like i feel like a lot of times like queer people have to we have to like go through all these hoops to explain like who we are and like what this is and who we are to each other and are we sisters and well yeah other crap it's like no this is my wife right because it's like when we were just girlfriends like you would be like oh my girlfriend you know straight people use girlfriend just to yeah. be a friend or even like fiance it's oh, like yeah. Yeah. that's neutral so people you know someone asked if i was like the dude was paying for my wedding which one that's not how that works traditionally and two i'm like 
I look really gay. <laughs> How do you not know this? So like, even I was exuding so much gay um, at work, it was like having the ability to be like my wife and then it's understood because societal norms and like language help you know define that for people and people understand what that means right and then we don't have to have a weird conversation about it with like strangers <laughs> yeah because it happens all the time it happens all the time yeah it's like i gotta talk to the comcast guy and say that my, like my girlfriend's not home or like yeah. or whatever and just being able to have those words is a very powerful thing yeah and marriage equality is something that helps people do that and that is extremely important. We have a long way to go for a lot of different things, but the fight for marriage equality had was very queer in its grassroots movement. It was funded very tremendously by a lot of out-of-touch white gays, but that doesn't necessarily detract from its origins or the results of it, I think. Yeah. I agree. And that's what I have to say about that. Nice. Birthday soapbox over. <laughs> yay. <laughs> no, not yay. Not yay, Mandy. Well, I hope, you oh, know. It's in, it's in root. Oh. Already. My birthday birth- ice cream. Birthday ice cream is already in root. Oh yeah, black raspberry from Franklin Fountain. Not bad. I'm just really excited for it. <laughs> Estimated arrival twelve twenty eight. Oh wow! From Charlene. Damn. Thanks, Charlene. Charlene? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, day question mark of quarantine. Good question. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. March thirteenth was the first day of oh. our quarantine. Yeah, so we're over. Our- well over a month of this so we're a bit i don't even know i think we're fine though yeah we're fine. for the most part yeah. just a little weird but i mean that doesn't really change before or after quarantine anyway so yeah. well i hope you enjoyed this even though you knew a lot of it already. it was a refresher definitely a refresher it was a refresher for me too because it's it's one of those you forget the the details of things i i a lot, a lot of the, like the chipping away at Doma, I kind mm-hmm. of forgot that that was like how it got struck down. Yeah, um, there's a little, like nuance things that you don't necessarily remember when you're like living through it. So it was, it was interesting to go back. I thought it was interesting the marriage equality support change over the 15 years. I remember those polls like in right. 2001 and being like, yeah, a little self-closeted baby gay Amanda was like this is <laughs> is that yeah okay I was really mad at people because I was really into gay rights because for some reason for some reason I was super into it because I was a good ally slash super gay mm-hmm. look just blame Catholicism it's fine it's not fine <laughs> all right okay <laughs> Well, that's our show. Mm-hmm. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at Queers Did That. You can tweet us at Queers Did That. Oh, the email is at Gmail. Facebook, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram at Queers Did That. And we have a lovely website that Katie made, queersdidthat.com. 
I think that's everything. Yeah. All the social medias. I think so. Okay, cool. TikTok. <laughs> we do not have a TikTok. I just downloaded TikTok, but I do not. We do not have a TikTok. Okay. I don't know what you would do with a. I don't know. I, I'm I'm old now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, make gay history and make history gay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> In the.